Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is already the 21st of uh, December, which would I believe you get uh, four calling birds. Four calling birds today, which could get pretty expensive with the price of uh, iPhones these days, you know. Uh, iPhone, is it the 14 that's out now, which I guess, and I've heard, is one better than the 13. But before you spend your money, realize that the iPhone 15 will be one better than the 14, which is two better than the 13. There you go. So go out and spend your $1,000 on your phone. There you go. Your big screen TV used to cost $4,000. Now it costs uh, $500. Your phone used to cost $79, and now it costs $1,000. So there you go. Hey, yay capitalism. Yay Yay capitalism. I mean, it's so stupid, right? You know, it's really funny when you get a text from your kid that said, hey, just paid off my phone. You know, normally it's like the house, you know, the car. No, I just made my final payment on my phone. Yay, my phone is finally paid off. It's an iPhone 6. I've had it for seven years, but I just paid it off. Congratulations. Enjoy. Oh, real quick, just a quick note to Elon Musk. Elon Musk asked if uh, he asked Twitter trolls. (laughs) This is funny. He asked Twitter trolls whether he should continue as the CEO of the company. Now realize that the same people who populated Twitter before are still there mostly. Okay, the people who were completely down with government censorship and all the BS and all the shadow banning and all the banning and all the restrictions and all that on conservatives, which has been proven 100% right, by the way, 100% right to the point of criminality. We'll get to that on the show. But he asked people, he said, hey, 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 should I be booted off Twitter? And, and of course, all the Twitter trolls came out and said, you know, to the tune of 58%, say, oh, yeah, you should step down. Yeah, you, you suck. You're terrible. You're, you know, and all that stuff. Well, I said, uh, wouldn't that be kind of like you standing on the gallows in the public square, standing in front of the crowd that is assembled to watch your hanging, and ask them if they should... Uh, Release the trap door. Isn't that kind of exactly what it is? No, it is exactly. It is 100% exactly uh, what it is. And uh, I want him to stay in charge. Thank you very much. Oh, Title 42, I guess, is still enacted in El Paso. Like that's going to make a difference. Down in the West Texas town of El Paso, Biden blew our southern border by plan. Jim Gossett. 
Joe won't go down there and deal with the crisis Cause he's a dunce and a senile old man Yeah, pretty much the border's exploding cause Biden's done nothing Taking the week off hit in Delaware <laughs> People are suffering as laws are broken Joe won't address it cause he doesn't care Nah, cheap labor! Even the mayor who's a Democrat <laughs> He's really hacked up at Joe He declared an emergency who yeah. won't lift a finger, he lets chaos linger. Six thousand a day cross the border they go. <laughs> Trump's 42 is about to expire. Uh -huh. Knowing Joe, he will allow it to die. Well, they want to anyway. He wants illegals as Democrat voters. Elections don't count. Kiss your freedoms goodbye. There you go. Two S's and two D's. Jim Gossett Comedy. Dot com. Okay, so uh, the DOJ is requesting that uh, the Supreme Court <clears throat> um, uh, is asking the U.S. Supreme Court for more time to phase out Title 42's immigration policy that makes it easier for federal government to return border crosses to their native countries. So the DOJ's request comes after uh, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts halted the lower court's decision to get rid of Title 42 to abandon altogether. So the, <clears throat> the administration is saying they need more time to figure out what should happen if Title 42 is allowed to sunset. Why is this? We've had a border czar in charge of the border for two years. Kamala Harris, a dimwit, a dimwit. Uh, she was put in charge of it. She said she was going to go find the root causes of the uh, of the border. He, she doesn't even have the root causes yet. In fact, uh, KG Pay the other day said she didn't even have the causes yet. Because remember, remember, originally, I think they started off, they said, oh, yeah, it's global warming and climate change and all that. I, I have a funny feeling people from, uh, you know, the southern hemisphere, not going to be too crazy about coming to the United States right now as we get ready to, uh, you know, go through this giant cold wave from Canada. This is why we need to just bomb the snot out of Canada. Just bomb the snot out of them, take over the country. Just end it all together. Same way with Mexico. Let's just have one big old country and we run the whole darn thing. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kid it's a joke. That is a joke, by the way. Speaking of a joke, Corinne Jean-Pierre said that the border was not open the other day. Remember that? Well, here's what MSNBC had to say about it with the reporter on the scene. We were even able to see, as of last night, a lot of migrants just crossing. And migrants I spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with U.S. immigration authorities. They just walked right in. Yeah, yeah, which uh, adds credence to my argument that is, this isn't about votes anymore. The Democrats have lost the votes of many people of Hispanic origin, Spanish speakers, uh, immigres, if you will. Because when they come across the border, they're told that, you know, their their sons could be daughters and their daughters could be sons and that abortion should be legal to birth. And so a lot of them are saying, yeah, no, no, I don't think we're down with that. And we want to come here. Don't get me wrong. And, and the policy that you're broadcasting to Central America, South America, the rest of the world now, which is exactly the same reason why the same thing happened when Barack Obama was the president. It's about policy. It's the only thing. It's not about Republicans saying, oh, yeah, the, the, open, the border is open. Well, see, the Republicans said it, so now all these people are going to be coming to the United States because the Republicans said it. That's about the most juvenile, stupid excuse I've ever heard. But you know what? It's something you expect from this administration that's run by children. 
like Corinne Jean-Pierre. She is a child. She is a very child, not very innocent and childlike, but she definitely has the uh, the childlike uh, mentality. Here's Greg Kelly responding. He's from Newsmax, by the way. He's an awesome guy. Uh, here he is uh, responding to Corinne Jean-Pierre on the southern border. I want to be very clear here. Uh, the fact is that the removal of... Uh, she's never very clear. Whenever she says that they're being very clear or the president has been very clear, which is laughable, it's like somebody who has severe cataracts saying, oh, yeah, everything is perfectly clear. Title 42 does not mean the border is open. Uh, anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers who, again, are spreading... Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. What, 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 did, what did MSNBC... Hold on, where is that? Where's that sound clip? What did MSNBC just say about the southern border? We were even able to see, as of last night, a lot of migrants just crossing, and migrants I spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with U.S. immigration authorities. They've yeah, yeah, the uh, Border Patrol has essentially thrown their hands up. They, uh, they can't do anything. They're not going to do anything. And we have a wholesale invasion of our country. It is a breach of our sovereignty. It puts our citizens in danger. It is illegal. People need to be impeached and removed from office for this misinformation and which are which is very dangerous. This afternoon, the Biden administration, they filed the paperwork formally stating that they want Title 42, yes, to go away. The government recognizes that the end of Title 42 orders will likely lead to disruption and a temporary increase in unlawful border crossings. Yeah, the temporary increase in unlawful border crossings started two years ago. It's been going on for two years. Kind of like inflation. They said that'd be transitory. Government in no way seeks to minimize the seriousness of that problem. Funny, she just did a moment ago. But the solution to that immigration problem cannot be to extend indefinitely a public health measure that all now acknowledge has outlived its public health justification. Like, uh, I don't know, um, vaccine mandates and mask mandates, right? Use their uh, their public health usefulness is over, right? Oh, no, that'd be a double standard. Sure. Somebody called me yesterday and said, hey, 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 why aren't the governors of these states doing anything about it? Why isn't Greg Abbott doing anything about it? And I didn't know exactly what a government a governor could do, but it sounds like they could do a whole hell of a lot. Here's Tucker last night talking about Greg Abbott. And, uh, and I'm going to explain why we had a guest cancel today from the great state of Texas. So the question is, why isn't the state of Texas stopping this? Where's the Texas National Guard? A few months ago, Greg Abbott, the governor, was running for office. He was running against Beto O'Rourke, and he was willing to say anything to get reelected. He was willing to lie, and apparently he did. He said he deployed 10,000 troops to the border. Oh, but he hasn't. He just revised it to 5,000 troops. And then he came up with another solution, just bust thousands of migrants. Does he? I, I, would, I would assume he knows how much the people of Texas are suffering because of this which makes it even worse to other states, which is kind of funny. It makes for an amusing cable news segment, but it's still our country. Yeah, yeah. It, just because you're busing them to wherever and sending them wherever doesn't mean you're getting them out of the country or preventing them from going in. You're still wrecking the damned country. Isn't it? And none of these people are ever leaving. This is an invasion of our country. We don't have a border. And Greg Abbott could stop it, and he isn't. So why isn't the Texas National Guard stopping this? I want to know why. I want to know why the American people are screaming out about this border situation. They're screaming out to stop this omnibus spending bill. And the people in power on both sides of the aisle, many of them, are completely fine with ignoring us. Stopping this. We can't answer that question. 
We'd love to have Greg Abbott come on and tell us. But because Texas isn't securing the border, the rest of the country is also overrun with people from foreign countries who have no right to be here and whose identity we don't know. At exactly the moment, we do not need a larger population as our economy moves south. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and we got some news on the economy, too. You've been lied to. You've been lied to. Policy has been changed with false numbers about job creation. I'm going to share the details on that. Also, this omnibus spending bill, which has, I mean, uh, more pork than a, I don't know, pig farm, whatever. Uh, All of that coming up. Here's the uh, number if you want to chime in today. As we fight all of this, and we have to, particularly the omnibus spending bill, got to call Congress today. We'll get to all of that and your phone calls. The number is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Rob Carson Show. Christmas. Here's hoping you're having a uh, wonderful Christmas and a uh, Hanukkah. We got four days until Christmas. The worst thing about Christmas. The worst thing about Christmas. And the NFL season is that they both they both end. They both end. They have to come back next year. Uh, real quick, I want to mention we've got a poll going on in Newsmax. You want to vote for uh, who do you want the 2024 candidate to be? You want it to be Ron DeSantis or um, Donald Trump? <clears throat> if you would like, you can just uh, text the word EVENT to 39747, 39747. The word is EVENT, E-V-E-N-T. Let your voices heard. Tune in to Newsmax for news you can trust. I have a TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World, which, by the way, we just taped for the weekend, including the dumbest things said by politicians and newsmakers this year. You're going to love it. Uh, but anyway, if you want to vote for Trump or DeSantis, uh, just text EVENT to 39747. Do that today, will you? We're adding them up. So <clears throat> the uh, omnibus spending bill, by the way, $1.7 trillion. Includes uh, $45 billion in emergency assistance to Ukraine and NATO allies. By the way, the uh, leader of Ukraine will speak before Congress today. Altogether, they're going to get about $100 billion when the, uh, the Russian entire military budget is $65 million. So if you think we're, uh, we're just uh, funding a war with, the, uh, with Russia and Ukraine, no, 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 no. I would venture to say we're, uh, we're knee-deep in it. So there you go. $40 billion for disaster uh, relief. $47 billion for the NIH. They're the ones who've been lying about COVID and telling you that, uh, you know, you got to wear all sorts of stupid masks and stuff. And they work with the CDC. And, uh, you know, really. Oh, and then $575 million for family planning and reproductive health, which means killing babies. Woohoo! Yeah, kill them babies. Woo! And then, of course, a whole lot of uh, pork. $150 million for Jordan, the country of Jordan. You know why? Because they want to enhance security along its border. And I told you about uh, Joe Biden and and now uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Washington, D.C. They like to make a mess and then rub your face in it. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're making a mess and they're rubbing your face in it. They don't even care. And by the way, uh, Elon Musk did another poll on Twitter last night. Now everybody's saying, oh, you know, he said that uh, he'll step down if they say don't want him to be CEO anymore. And a bunch of Twitter trolls came together and 58% of them said he's got to step down. Well, his question last night was, should Congress kill the omnibus spending bill or just do a uh, a measure, a stopgap measure to continue spending until the Republicans get a hold of Congress? And 70% said kill the omnibus bill. I would assume all you Twitter trolls, 
would say, oh, well, you know what? The people have spoken, right? The people have spoken. Here's Rand Paul yesterday talking about the, uh, the monstrosity that once again, and let me just say this, despite everything that we've been through, Despite the anger, the righteous indignation of the American people in response to the abuses and usurpations that we have suffered under this government, particularly the last five years, by the way, the uh, Twitter and the FBI have been entangled for at least five years. We'll get to that. But despite all of that, they're, they're going to ram through a uh, massive spending bill against the will of the American people. The American people do not want this passed. Their representatives should consequently say, okay, let's table the bill, do a stopgap spending measure, and uh, wait until we can actually do something when Republicans take over. I brought with me the Omni, 4,155 pages. When was it produced? In the dead of the night. one thirty in the morning when it was released. Nobody's read it. Now... People argue that it's, it's crammed with a bunch of crap, a bunch of stuff that's not related, a, witch, a wish list for every a swamp dweller on Capitol Hill. And don't give them any credit for this. Don't give Congress any credit for coming up with a spending bill. All they're doing is taking your money and paying off their cronies. That's what it's all about. You think it's about funding the military and funding this and funding... No, it's not. They're playing with your money. All of these people are... They are essentially board members on a corrupt $5 trillion company paying off their friends. Conservatives' fault. It's you don't have the Christmas spirit. Somehow you're holding up government. Well, whose job? I'd like to see the damn government shut. Sorry, pardon the language. Darn government shut down. I really would. I'd like to see it shut down. Come to a grinding halt. Because you know what happens when the government shuts down for a week or two or three? Absolutely nothing. Is it to produce this? The people in charge of spending, the people in charge of both of the parties. When did they know that this would be necessary? Well, it's in the law, September yeah. 30th. Yeah. You got nine months, almost 10 months. Yeah, but instead they just cram a bunch of stuff together, put their wish list on it, and then pass it in the dead of night. To produce a plan, to have a spending plan. They weren't ready on September 30th. So they voted themselves 90 more days. Yeah, and oddly enough, they weren't ready for the end of Title 42, even though they knew that the end of Title 42 was coming. And even though Kamala Harris has been the border czar, she was going to get to the root causes. Two years into it, hasn't done a dang thing. Oh, and then here's Mitch McConnell convincing you and me that Ukraine is number one on our agenda. As we, by the way, uh, uh, discovered that the Biden administration lied about job creation this year. As we know that people are shopping at Dollar General instead of Walmart because it's too expensive. As we know that 40-year high, uh, high inflation is happening right now. As we know that people are literally downloading apps so they can find groceries that are about to expire or expired to save money. Knowing that people are choosing between uh, staying in their homes, heating their homes, or, um, or Christmas, or feeding themselves. This is what Mitch McConnell says. Making sure... The Defense Department can deal <clears throat> with the major threats coming from Russia and China, providing assistance for... Yeah, what exactly are you doing about that? ...the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now. Really? I, I'm not thinking it's really high for the American people. According to most Republicans, that's sort of how we see the... Th 
challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. This guy, I got to tell you, I'm so done. So, and the, the American people were done with Mitch McConnell before the midterms. They were. He was polling at about six percent, which is slightly higher than eczema. No, actually, it's below eczema. Eczema polls a little bit higher than Mitch McConnell. But here we go, guys. After all we've been through, the same old, same old from the people in power in Washington D.C. Uh, we've got this uh, overestimate of jobs coming up, and then all of the stuff. That is uh, discovered with Twitter colluding with the FBI and shutting down conservative thought. And, by the way, changing election results ultimately. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's the Rob Carson Show. I was checking out Newsmax. Uh, they've got a uh, a print version or an online version of the uh, of the news, and and you get a lot of really really good material there, and news there. I use material; <laughs> it's show prep to me, right? <laughs> anyway, listen, listen. Stacey Abrams uh, got beaten pretty severely in the uh, her latest run for governor. She's an ultimately failed candidate, completely uh, worthless and corrupt, and and all of that. I think she's renting out her front teeth uh, for people to park their bark their bikes. Okay. Anyway, despite her amassing a 2018 fundraising record, she fell deep into debt due to reckless uh, expenditures, according to staffers and operatives who worked uh, on the failed campaign. The campaign still owes a million dollars to vendors, by the way. That's what uh, the campaign manager, uh, Lauren Grow Wargo, told Axios. Uh, Abrahams, or Abrams, I should say, envisioned what she had, a, a, a thing called a hype house. For TikTok videos, which was ultimately underutilized, which is the same thing that Black Lives Matter did in L.A. They bought a mansion out there, and they called it like this creative studio for black artists. But really what it was was a party house for Patrice Cullors is what it was. Yeah. So anyway, her uh, her hype house for TikTok videos was underutilized. Un- underutilized. Staffers told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution some aides occupy the uh, large empty house's workspace, and it can be rented out for $12,500 a month, which Robert De Niro would consider to be cheap because he pays like, was it $59,000 a month to live in a, a flat in New York? I-, I couldn't enjoy a home that much. Could you live in a house that you're paying two that's fifty nine thousand dollars? And there's no amount of fun I could have in that house. I was mentioning the other day a hotel room that costs a thousand dollars. I couldn't have a thousand dollars worth of fun if I was hanging with uh, with uh, Hunter Biden. I couldn't have a thousand dollars worth of fun in one night. But anyway, Abrams also launched a pop-up uh, shop and swag truck. It's a swag truck. That's, a, that's an expression for about, oh, 1999 or so. Swag. It's like T-shirts and stuff. Swag truck to hand out merchandise such as T-shirts and hoodies. Uh, many salaries in the campaign were, uh, many people at the campaign were given uh, generous salaries, kind of like what, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of Washington, D.C. Uh, politicians do. They hire people and, you know, Maxine Waters, like her daughter and stuff, and they make all sorts of money and all that. So anyway, uh, so uh, they also laid off a bunch of people. Uh, uh, they got their last paycheck a week before Election Day, according to Axos. And this is a quote from one staffer. People have told me they have no idea how they're going to pay for their rent in January. It was more than unfortunate. It was messed up. It was go stay in the swag house, man. No, the swag house. No, the swag house and the hype house. You need to stay at the hype house and get a T-shirt to keep you warm from the swag truck. I think that might help. I think it might help. Yeah. So, 
Lawmakers have cleared the path for a 4,155-page, $1.7 million omnibus bill. Before the big storm, we have a big storm. I'm under a winter storm watch. Fortunately, I have a new Ford Bronco that I've named Buck. And I know how to drive in this stuff. I'm from the Midwest, so if it snows a foot, you go bowling. You don't don't hunker down. You go bowling, you know, and and the place will be full. So anyway, uh, uh, Schumer says that this bill is overflowing with good news. It's overflowing with good news. He's like a, I don't know what he is. He's just a hump-shouldered kind of troll. Oh, yes, it's overflowing with good news. <laughs> anyway, uh, $44 million, billion dollars for Ukraine, uh, all sorts of stuff here. Now, the final vote was 74 and 25 against when they uh, passed the the first uh, vote, I guess. So there were a lot of people who are completely down with this, a lot of, uh, a lot of sellouts, um, including uh, Senators Cornyn, Cotton, Tom Cotton, of all, all, uh, of all things here. Uh, let's say Lindsey Graham, of course. I mean, come on. He's a complete swamp dweller. Occasionally, you know, will say something that almost kind of maybe makes sense and then, of course, uh, doesn't make any sense. Uh, Let's see. Um, uh, Mitch McConnell, of course. Uh, uh, Moran, that's uh, Jim Moran. Lisa Murkowski, duh. Rob Portman, duh. Uh, Mitt Romney, yeah. Uh, Rubio, A2 Rubio. Uh, Thune from uh, South Dakota and Tuberville, among others. There are others. I'm not going to read the whole uh, list. But they don't care. They don't care that you are against this. They don't care that the American people are tired of this nonsense. They're going to spend your money. And this is this is interesting because this is what this is why I came up with the analogy years ago of a tale of two cities where we have a bourgeois and a proletariat. We have a group of people who moved to Washington D.C., spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours, and now we know how ungodly corrupt they are. And thank God for Elon Musk. Thank God for this new lawsuit being filed by, or is actually right now they are actually uh, interviewing people about FBI collusion to shut down free speech, throw elections, <laughs> even even to um, work with the military on disinformation around the world, including covering up like uh, drone strikes that killed civilians, American drone strikes that killed civilians to say, oh, no, 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 nobody died. It, just, it was just a surgical attack that only killed, you know, whatever. Like the one uh, right after we, uh, we withdrew from Afghanistan and the U.S. used a drone strike and, and tried to blow up some terrorists and killed 11 people. I think uh, most of them one family. That's what we got. That's what we're dealing with here, kids. That's what we're dealing with. That's the kind of graft and corruption that we have. Here's a good guy, Mike Lee, Senator, talking about the omnibus spending bill. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we're $31 trillion in debt, because of stuff like this. It's making the American people poorer. It's destabilizing our economy. It's making it so that the average Utah family now finds life unaffordable, having to shell out an additional $1,000 a month every single month for their basic monthly necessities. That's pretty hard when you consider that a lot of people only make $1,000 a month. This is wrong. It's got to stop, and it will not stop until members of Congress, including U.S. senators elected as Republicans, committed to some semblance of fiscal conservatism. Yeah, yeah. By the way, um, the bill is going to provide a larger budget for the Justice Department to prosecute January 6th prisoners. Yeah, 
It's going to further uh, support prosecutions related to January 6th on the Capitol, domestic terrorism cases, which are made up. They're saying it's all Trump supporters. It'll increase $212 million from current levels of the $2.63 billion annual budget. The DOJ had uh, previously asked Congress for only $34 million in its 2023 budget to fund 130 employees to investigate the 80 January 6th prisoners. Instead, that budget is expanded to uh, $212 million. Attorney General Merrick Garland. He says, of course, we, we'd like more resources that if Congress wants to give that to us, that would be very nice. House Appropriations Committee summary also revealed the FBI, the agency that worked with Twitter to censor conservatives on the platform. Are you ready for this? Listen to this. Make a mess and rub your nose in it. Above the 2022 enacted level and $524 million above the president's budget request, including for efforts to investigate extremist violence and domestic terrorism. So they want to continue what they were doing at Twitter. And Congress is saying, okay, wow, honestly, just wow. Here is uh, Ron Johnson talking about all the earmarks, all the pork. All the pork. And, and do you really expect your congressperson to just deliver pork to you in your district, a new airport, a new a building named after the congressman? Do you expect any of that crap? No, you don't. You don't. You expect them to do what you ask when they go to Washington, D.C. and vote against crap like this. Here is, uh, here is Senator Ron Johnson. Amendment that I'll be asking for and that uh, Senator Schumer uh, agreed to last week would be to eliminate all the earmarks and uh, I've got my own prop here so that's the entire omnibus this is the language on earmarks it's about, uh, about a six or eight inches thick only there are let me get the exact numbers yeah, what do they got here what's, what's um, 9.8 billion dollars now you know something it, one of my dreams uh, that I've always dreamed about and I still am not there I'm not there is to be able to go to the grocery store and just buy whatever you want. Just just walk in and say, you know, honey, let's just get steak. Don't even look at it. Don't look for the yellow stickers on clearance at Walmart. Don't. That's my dream. I would lo- I would love to just with wild abandon go into the grocery store, buy what I want, like a Kardashian going shopping. Although they, I don't think they've been to a grocery store uh, ever in their lives. But that's what I would like. Most people can't do that. Most people are, uh, you know, you have to penny pinch, you have to buy less, you have to, uh, you know, go to Dollar General, whatever, which, by the way, the lines are crazy at Dollar General and Dollar Tree near my home, by the way. But you know what? The government, they go in and they just shopping like they have unlimited funds. That's what this is. This is a grocery cart for uh, the corrupt in Washington, D.C. to buy whatever they want with your money worth of earmarks, thousands of individual projects here, both Democrat and Republican. You guys want some filet mignon or should we get the tomahawk ribeye? Just grab a half a dozen of them, not even matter with the price. It's interesting to note on the Republican side, we, we actually have a conference resolution that, that we don't support earmarks. Where's the foie gras? I think we should get a couple pounds of that. Well, we're supporting over $4 billion worth. Democrats are getting $5.4 billion worth of earmarks. Uh, this is the gateway drug to the massive deficit spending, to the mortgaging of our children's future. It has to stop. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it has to stop. Blah, blah, blah. It, had, it always has to stop. It always has. It never does. It never does. This is Stephen Miller, one of my favorite people. I, I love this guy. He's just kind of, 
I don't know what it's about Stephen Miller. He's very unassuming. If you saw Stephen Miller at a cocktail party, he'd be like, oh, nerdy guy over in the corner. But when he opens up and just goes, boom, uh, I just, I love, I love watching this guy. Here he is talking to Larry Kudlow about stopping the omnibus spending bill. <laughs> That's important. That's one of many reasons why this omnibus bill has got to go down and we've got to let the House budget people come in and Republicans in the House and, and change For the love all of God, stop the Omni and let the new House do this, Larry. God. What are we doing here? We have a new House coming in in seven, ten yeah. days or yeah. so, yeah. and here we are passing a 5,000-page bill right before Christmas. Yeah. Well, I talk about it every night, including tonight. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can. It is a problem. Yeah, it, it is a problem. And in, and worst, it's a it's a making a mess and rubbing your nose in it. After everything you've been through, it's the same old stuff. Washington, D.C. never cuts their spending. They never live without, like you and I have to do, every single month when we sit and we look at our bills and we realize, you know, we don't have enough to pay for groceries. Just put it on a credit card, honey. We'll make a little bit more down the road. You end up maxing out your credit card. You end up turning down your thermostat. And uh, in many cases, uh, lose your car. That's one of the big things right now is uh, this massive increase in people losing their cars and homes. But none of that happens with the federal government and your money. And don't think they will ever take their foot off the accelerator. I'm not exactly sure what to do. I think there's a point where we're just going to have to become ungovernable. I don't know how what that is. I don't know exactly how we're going to do it. It's not going to be violent in any way, shape, or form. But there's going to be, have to uh, be a point where we are just ungovernable. Honestly, because otherwise, it's just going to keep going. Now, coming up, we're going to pivot to, uh, um, well, how close we have come to the former Soviet Union and China with regard to the FBI. Uh, I have made some discoveries that I think are going to uh, shock and astound you even more than I did yesterday, if that's possible. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ain't freedom of expression great? To follow Rob Carson on social media, go to Truth Social Getter, Facebook and Twitter at Rob Carson Show. So they're looking for new leadership for the RNC because uh, I did a lousy job in the midterms uh, directing money around and uh, uh, and uh, uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, uh, is blaming Donald Trump for his lie. He was uh, Donald Trump was like two twenty and nineteen overall. Harmy Dillon is somebody I've actually uh, I've done panels with on uh, Newsmax. A very smart. A uh, very savvy person, and she wants to be the leader of the RNC. And I agree, uh, considering this omnibus spending bill and how many Republicans are willing to sign on to it, even though the American people are screaming out against it. Here she is talking about getting the RNC the hell out of Washington, D.C. Outside D.C., there's a whole host of talent just waiting to be tapped. One of my ideas is decentralizing the Republican National Committee out of D.C. and into America. How about that? Yeah. yeah. This is day 16 of my race for RNC chair, and I already have hundreds of applicants for jobs at the RNC, and these are people who have... This is at the Turning Point USA convention. ...jobs, but they want to do something to help their country, and so we're all pulling together. Yeah, and they're also uh, sick and tired of all the crap that's going on in Washington, D.C. There is that. There is that. Let's go to Mel in Saratoga Springs, New York. Mel, welcome to the show. Merry Christmas, my brother. What's going on? Yes, uh, Rob. Thank, uh, Merry Christmas to you, too, my brother. I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, what's up? Um, I was just curious. Uh, uh, has anybody ever heard of uh, Boston Harbor? 
Uh, yes, not we have. Not the race <laughs> not, the, not the Breeders' Cup juvenile winner of 1996, Boston Harbor, who sired plenty of other champions, but the actual Boston Harbor where he got his name from. But yeah. I think it's time for Americans to stop being used and abused, kicked in the, in the A double snakes and punched in the mouth, and, and, and we, we, we have to go on a tax revolt because we have to starve the beast because they don't have any respect for us. They just take our money. They, they're using it as you using Ukraine as their ATM and, and Zelensky's ATM. You know what I mean? Not only us, but our grandparents, our grandkids, our, their kids. They, they're going to have to pay all this money back. It's time for us to put the foot down and say, listen, hey, we've had enough. America's had enough. I, I agree. Uh, I agree. The moon bat, uh, later for the moon bat liberals, because they, they, they can't see the forest from the trees. They can't see the hand in front of their face. But we conservative Republican service. I'm an American who happens to be black, and God done it. I'm about fed up with this BS. I think we're all and done about it. Now, Mel, I want to mention something to you, Mel. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, we had a very close to a Berlin Wall mo- moment, and it happened on January the 6th of 2021. And a million people went to Washington, D.C. to protest uh, what they thought were uh, voting irregularities. And they were completely ignored as the crowd was infiltrated by a bunch of uh, bad actors who went to the Capitol before Donald Trump's speech was over. And I was hoping that we would have a peaceful Berlin Wall movement that would bring down the the malfeasance and the usurpations of the federal government. But unfortunately, I believe that uh, January the 6th was a Reichstag moment for the Democrat Party and for the ruling class in Washington, D.C. That's why they're spending $200 million to go after January the 6th protesters, even though none of them have been charged with insurrection. Mel, thanks for the call, man. I don't know what it's going to take. I'd say, you know, stay home from work, but, you know, they already did that to us. Remember that? Government proved that they can live without you working for a while, maybe even a year. So I'm not sure exactly what we need to do. my, My producer just said, hey, man, I like that idea that ungovernable, become ungovernable. Maybe we need to study history. We need to figure out uh, about peaceful movements. Uh, Maybe Martin Luther King, uh, maybe uh, Gandhi. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what we can do at this point. We tried to go to Washington, D.C. and do a convoy, but the police kept truckers from exiting into the District of Columbia. That's a restriction of freedom of speech, kids. That's what that is. I'd like to see something like that happen. I'd like to see the Beltway in Washington, D.C. completely frozen up. Just park your truck on the Beltway, toss the keys into the grass. But, you know, we can't do that. We can't do that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but they're not hearing what we have to say. They're not hearing as we're screaming at the top of our lungs. And now we know that not only are they not listening, but they are censoring. I've got all sorts of information with regard to the FBI working to censor freedom of speech. Uh, And it started years and years ago. It didn't start in 2020. It happened way before that. All of that is coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. Like the show? You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol. EAA Corp has it. 
EAA's 1911 series comes in compact, carry, or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. <laughs> 